Welcome to the Imagine a Life podcast. I'm Frances LaQuesta, and I help women thrive and live a life they love. Together, we'll explore how to tap into our potential, unlock possibilities, and find beauty in this messy and imperfect journey we call life. Hello, dear Imaginals. Welcome. Today, I want to talk about perfectionism. Isn't it familiar to many of us? That constant pursuit of high standards, the need to present a polished image to the world. Hello, social media. And the internal struggle to maintain perfection. It looks like on the outside, everything seems very put together and even impressive. But inside, there is a constant barrage of self-criticism, tension, and stress. And yet, despite all efforts, it often feels like nothing is ever good enough. Can you relate to that? Perfectionism has deep roots in childhood experiences and can significantly impact our lives. The feelings of not being enough, not being worthy, or valuable can consume a considerable amount of our energy and hinder our progress. Procrastination often becomes a coping mechanism for dealing with the fear of not meeting our own high standards. The inner dialogues can be unrelenting and harsh, creating a barrier that prevents us from pursuing our goals and dreams. And so when the negative self-talk becomes overpowering, it can lead to self-doubt and even paralyze our actions. And so in moments like this, it's crucial to challenge the validity of those thoughts and remind yourself of your inherent worth and potential. So the next time you want to create something and share it with others, And your inner critic, aka the monkey mind, tells you, who are you to be brilliant, to be smart and extraordinary? Marianne Williamson's words capture this sentiment beautifully. Who are you not to be? And so find the confidence to step into your power, embrace your capabilities, And acknowledge that you are deserving of pursuing your passion, no matter how imperfect you are. And so to break free from the grip of perfectionism, it's essential to cultivate awareness of your thoughts and learn new ways to work with the monkey mind or inner critic. Here are a few of my suggestions. The first is to give yourself permission to be human. And so I told my partner several times of how I'm becoming more petty, and that all these years of mindfulness practice can go out of the window when I get annoyed 
so we can be annoyed with people, with things at work, with the cat, and sometimes even just the little things. And it usually happens when I'm tired or I felt like I messed up something at work and I felt like I didn't deliver as much as I wanted to. And the thing about it is I direct my angst at my partner sometimes and it's not fun, I tell you. And so here's the thing. These things happen because you're human. And even if you have this really flawless veneer or persona that you're you're showing in the outside world, you have permission to feel messy and ridiculous and petty. And so, you know, your body has limits. And sometimes you're tired, as in my case, and or maybe your hormones are kicking in, as in my case, and you just don't feel like your regular self. And so what? Right? Because there will be days when you feel the opposite, when you feel energized, when you feel alive and confident and just ready to take on the world. And so when you have a bad day or when you're going through something, allow yourself to be in that muck, to be deep in that mud because you're human and you're perfectly imperfect. Another is, I learned this from the Corn Brothers. It's called Dare to Suck. If you make a mistake, if you mess up, it doesn't mean you're going to be that for life. The whole world is imperfect, not just you. And so we keep showing up even if what we produce and put out in the world is not complete or good enough. We show up. Because perfectionism is a way to protect ourselves. The inner critic is harsh and the external world can be harsh as well. But you're an intelligent and talented human being. If you allow yourself to believe what your inner critic tells you, you'll dim your light and rob us of your genius. And so put your work out there, finished or unfinished. Let the world know what you're up to. So here is a mantra to tell yourself when you mess up. I'm brilliant and imperfect at the same time. And I say it again. I'm brilliant and imperfect at the same time. The third one is to befriend your inner mean girl. 
there's already so much suffering in the world. And allowing your inner critic to take up space in your mind, rent-free, is causing you more harm than good. If you mess up or you did something and you did not like it or it wasn't the way you expected it, what do you make it mean about yourself? Do you make failure or when you make mistake, do you make it mean that you're inadequate, that you're not good enough? If you think this way, then you end up being mean to yourself because it's not very helpful for you. Your inner critic could be that protective part of you, a part that's afraid to get hurt. And so learn to self-soothe and tell that part of you, I got you. It's okay. I hear you. I know you want to protect me and I'm fine. I can take care of myself. Thank you. And lastly, know when to stop or let go. Are you the type who doesn't want to quit? I have a friend who would tell me when I get a little bit like petty on some things, she would say, choose your battles. Choose where you want to put your energy into. And so where would you like to spend your energy on? If you set the standards so high that it becomes unattainable for you, you're setting yourself up for failure. And so learn to recognize the limitations of your own capabilities. It doesn't mean that you're not capable enough, or it doesn't mean that if you don't achieve or accomplish something that you've really wanted, it doesn't mean that you are a failure. As a recovering perfectionist, I have this tendency to overcommit and overdeliver. And in my effort to do so, I end up not finishing it or just doing mediocre work. And so set manageable expectations for yourself. If you don't accomplish them on time, give yourself a break and set them for another time. I get it that we have this desire to be of service to the world and we dream of something big. And sometimes it can be overwhelming for us that we end up giving up prematurely. Shelley Tegielski, who is an activist and author of Sit Down to Rise Up, shares one of her favorite Buddhist proverb, and it resonated with me. It says that each of us should tend to the area of the garden that we can reach. And it may look like that our garden, your garden, may seem a bit small or insignificant. But if we tend to it, if we plant good seeds, if we water it, we take good care of it, then it will start growing. And so what area in your figurative garden 
needs some tending now. All right, friends, I leave you with that thought for now. As always, thank you for listening. And until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening. You can read and download a full transcript at bigimpactwomen.com forward slash the imaginal life. If you like this episode and want to hear more, hit the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. If you feel moved and inspired, head to iTunes and leave us a review. I love hearing your feedback on how we can continue to grow and evolve the program. I believe when women come together, we can co-create humanity's new story and contribute our gifts to the world.